You're listening to the Well Women Podcast. I'm your host, Gemma Lee, women's cycle health educator. Together, we're normalizing periods, cracking open real body talk, and femme rising the future. I'm here to remind you that your body is amazing. You can achieve balance, and body confidence all begins with your menstrual cycle. Get ready, beautiful. You're about to learn how to confidently reconnect with your body and discover your unique flow. Episode 7, 13 things every woman needs to know about her period. Now, this is going to be a really juicy topic. So if you don't have a pen and paper, don't worry, you can come back and take notes and there will be some notes over on the blog anyway. But these 13 things completely changed and shifted my perception of when I started to learn about my body. So I hope they'll do the same for you. Now, there's three huge topics. You've probably heard me mention them before that are the most common things in health and all for all humans around the world. That's sex, periods, and poo. Now, we all poo. We all come from sex. And if periods didn't exist, well, we wouldn't either. And it's so scary how little most women know about their periods and not just their period, but their entire menstrual cycle, which is the full monthly cycle, including me. I knew nothing about this even just a handful of years ago. So let's talk about these 13 things because I know that I never used to know anything or expect anything. I just kind of was like, all right, I take the pill and hopefully I don't fall pregnant. Oh, get my period, didn't fall pregnant. Little did I know that, I can't tell you because I'm going to ruin it, but little did I know some of these things I'm going to mention with you. And you know, the funny thing is at the same time, whilst I was still on the pill, I was experiencing cramps. I still had cysts and I had acne on my face, but I just totally thought it was okay. I totally thought it was as part of the process of being a woman, but it's not. It turns out I was completely wrong and these aren't normal things. They're just things that some people experience and consider normal, but they're not normal. Your body's not supposed to have cramps or cysts or acne or any of those things. So here are the 13 things I believe every woman needs to know about their period, aka their menstrual cycle, the whole menstrual cycle. They're all the things I wish I knew when I started menstruating as a teenager. All right, number one, your period changes and that's beautiful. Yes, wherever you are right now, whatever you're doing, take a long deep breath and a nice long exhale. I hear women, women all the time freaking out about this one is that their period is a day late or it's a day early or whatnot. Your period can completely change from month to month for many different reasons. There could be a contribution of the foods that you've been eating. It could be your emotional state, could be lifestyle experiences. It could be even the moon and the spiritual and energetic energy. It could be physical changes. Maybe you've changed the way that you move your body. Maybe you changed the way that you've exercised or any of those things. It could even be long haul travel. I know when I fly internationally, that definitely contributes to changing a little bit of my menstrual cycle. You know, it changes your sleep cycles, particularly if it is long haul. Um, also medications can come into effect of it if you've been on antibiotics or you haven't been on antibiotics all of these things contribute and there's so many of them remember your periods will change and it's beautiful we're not static and your cycle is not going to be static either like every single month it's never going to be exactly the same it might be from month to month for a few months but if it changes slightly don't stress out it's beautiful just become inquisitive number two Your cycle isn't just when you bleed. All right. 
it's so easy to get confused between what your cycle is and what your period is. Like, what the hell is the difference? Let me clear this up for you. Your cycle, your menstrual cycle, is the full four stage or four phase period of your month where your reproductive system is going through its changes from menstruation to pre-ovulation to ovulation to pre-menstruation and back to menstruation again. These are the four phases and your body is literally going through all of these all the time. So when we refer to period, this is actually just one of the four stages of your monthly cycle. So your period is when you're bleeding. Your cycle is the full month. I didn't know that when I was a teenager or let alone a young 20-year-old. But now you guys do too. Number three, your period is made up of four stages and phases. I just briefly mentioned them before, but we have the menstruation phase, the follicular phase, the ovulation phase, and the luteal phase. Now, these phases are also linked to our four inner seasons of our cycle. Now, the seasons are actually linked a little bit ancestrally, you could say, because like our seasonal changes out side we all kind of understand when winter is winter it's cold and when summer is summer it's hot so we understand those seasonal changes but as a woman we actually experience all of these every cycle aka every month so these are referred to as in a winter in a spring in a summer and in an autumn now to learn more about each of the four phases and the seasons there is a free download on my website it's in any of my instagram or Facebook handles. It's called the Love Your Cycle Guide. It comes with videos and a free download that you can complete. So you can go and get that. That is also in the show notes. All right. Number four, you bleed 13 times a year. Crazy. We experience 13 cycles every year. Why? Because our cycles flow and move with the lunar cycle, the moon cycle. Yeah. So despite, even though we have only 12 calendar months of the year. We in fact have 13 menstrual cycles. Yep, kind of like, have you noticed that phone plans these days now charge every 28 days so that you get charged 13 times a year, not 12 times a year. Even they've clued onto the menstrual cycles. But yes, you menstruate and bleed 13 times a year. Number five, a regular period doesn't have to be 28 days long. I want to say, what even is normal? A normal cycle is said in, I'm like doing my inverted brackets here with my fingers, (laughs) is that a normal cycle is 28 days long. However, what is normal? A normal cycle is only normal for the body in which is experiencing the cycle. That's you, your body. (laughs) It's only normal for what is normal for you. And that means that every single woman is going to be different. And therefore, every woman's cycle length is also going to be different. On average, between 26 to 32 days is considered a somewhat normal cycle. But if you generally have a 27-day cycle every cycle, that's normal for you. If you generally have a 30-day cycle or a 31-day cycle, that's normal for you. However, what isn't normal is when the norm of whatever that is for you changes. So for example, say you're a 30-day cycle um, person, woman, I should say, not person, woman, every single cycle, well, one cycle, all of a sudden you're 26 days instead of 31. That's a sign to be like, hey, there's something going on here. There's some changes that have happened in my body, lifestyle factors that could have contributed to this, 
What could that be? Now, if you're tracking your cycle with a written tracker, not just an app, a written tracker, which you can get on my website for free, um, you will know a lot more about your cycle signs. Okay, let's move on. Number six, everything. The number six reason and thing that every woman needs to know about their period. Okay, PMS is not normal. Like many women, I used to think the cramps, period pain, bloating, food cravings, acne, headaches, snappy moods, moodiness, all of this stuff was just a normal part of being a woman. Wrong. These so-called premenstrual symptoms aren't normal. In fact, I don't even believe that's the right name for them. Truthfully, any PMS symptom isn't a symptom. Rather, it's a sign to your body, like to your mind, to you as a human. You can logically think about it to be like, hey, there's something going on in here. It's calling out for you to listen to something. So don't just accept it and allow it to be there. Listen learn and take steps to rebalance these signs. Number seven, what you eat affects your period. Every element of food we put into our body affects our period. It affects our body. It affects our entire endocrine system from our energy levels to our ability to digest foods, our mood, our endocrine system, like everything. So food does affect your cycle. So think about the last time your cycle had a bit of a shift, whether it's an ovulation shift, um, a hormone shift, or a period shift, or a lighter bleed, or a heavier bleed, or any kind of shift in your cycle. Could that be related potentially back to a big food change? Maybe you've gone from eating at home to eating out a lot. Maybe you've gone from eating at home to eating on holidays a lot. Maybe you've gone from just shopping at a different place to get your food, whatever it is, or cooking in a different way. All of these little things can change and affect your period. Number eight, your bleeding time is your time for rest and detox. I wish I knew this, but when I was younger, your menstruation time, like when you have your period and are actually bleeding, this is the one time of your month that your body is actually designed to reset and detox. Now, if you're on the pill, you don't actually have a period. I'm going to talk about this in a second. But every month when you have a natural menstruation after you've ovulated, you as a woman, this is your inner time to detox and rebalance. Your body is naturally letting go. It's shedding and shredding and your body's getting ready to prepare for a new cycle to come. Number nine, the pill is not the only option for PMS. Now, once upon a time, the pill, like the contraceptive pill, was considered the only way to not get PMS symptoms, but it's not your only option. Ultimately, what you choose to do to rebalance and eliminate PMS for your cycle is completely up to you. I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm just going to give you the options and let you become educated about them, really. However, consider the many natural and holistic ways that can support your body. I look at these in what I personally can do. What can I do nutritionally for PMS? What can I do physically for PMS? What can I do emotionally and what can I do spiritually? They're the four pillars that I teach in all the programs that I run. But what are the, those elements that I could maybe change or shift in a way that could be holistic and natural for my body to support my body? All things that we do can be complementary together. You don't have to have one or the other. Complementary is beautiful. So what is it that you can do nutritionally, physically and emotionally maybe? to support the period messages of self-care for you. Number 10, 
Getting your period doesn't necessarily mean you're fertile. This is a huge one because regular periods doesn't actually mean you're fertile. I know for so many women today, me being in my early 30s, is many women have a huge shock when they start to conceive and try family planning that they can't actually conceive. You see, well, you can get your period whether you have kind of released an egg or not, but you're it really comes down to your full ovulation. And a lot of women don't realize that when you're actually on the pill and you bleed, this isn't actually a period. This is a, a non-ovulatory period where you're actually not shredding your uterus lining like you would if you weren't on the pill and you did have a natural ovulation. So the number one thing I can recommend when it comes to fertility in getting to know your body, whether you're planning on having kids in a in a month, in a year, in 10 years, I don't care when it is, soon or not so soon, amazing thing you can do is start to track your cycle. I work with teenage girls in schools. They are not planning on having kids anytime soon and even they track their cycles and it teaches them so much about their body. So you can do this too. Start by tracking your cycle. Watch and view your discharge. Like look at what's coming out of your body daily and possibly measure your basal body temperature. That can help as well. But get your hormones and blood tests tested as well and track your cycle. If you're seriously wanting to start a family, definitely go and get your bloods done. It never hurts to know what your blood says about your health and your fertility. Number 11, you can fall pregnant while menstruating. I know it's super unlikely, but it is possible. Ovulation for some women can be unpredictable. Although it's usually around the day 14 mark of your cycle, Every woman is completely different and the ovulation can be anywhere between 11, day 11 and day 21 of your cycle for some ladies. Now the kicker is that sperm can live inside you for a number of days after having sex. Yes. So if you don't want to fall pregnant like ever, use healthy forms of contraception, even if that means pulling out. Safe sex practices, as I say. Number 12, spotting is not always a bad sign between periods. A lot of women freak out when they spot. And if it's just spotting as a once-off, try not to shit yourself and one, make the mental mind game of this even more challenging. But it's because spotting is not always bad. Now, depending on where you are in your cycle, there are different hormone balances of estrogen and progesterone, which are always changing and can result in potential spotting. Now, spotting in small amounts is just bloods maybe spotted on your undies if you wear period undies, spot it in your period undies, but always know that it's there for a reason. It's also a sign of trying to communicate something with us. Now, of course, there are many different reasons why we could spot one in other stages of our cycle rather than just before we start bleeding. But how to know if spotting is concerning or not? Track your cycle. I feel like a broken record when I say this sometimes. Track your cycle. If you spot at the same time of your cycle, every single cycle, like every month, well, maybe this could be a hormonal level thing that could be contributing to your spotting. But the only way you're going to know is if you track your cycle. And I always recommend doing it for at least three months because it'll give your body the best, or give you a, the best idea of your body over a three month period of time. Instead of just comparing one to one, you're actually comparing one to two. So you can have a better overview as to when spotting is either common or not common for you. Now, I always say, that if something happens two or three times 
out of the blue, inquire and see what your body is trying to say. For example, if your menstrual cycle is an early cycle, so it comes early just as a once off and then it comes flows back into its normal rhythm the following month, don't stress about it if it's only a couple of days earlier. Listen to your body and hear what she's trying to say to you. If that happens for up to three cycles in a row, that's when I would say, hey, look, be inquisitive and actually ask somebody, hey, this has happened to me. Reach out for some support and just say, I'm not sure what to make of it. Can you make any suggestions and help me? What do you think could be going in my body? Always ask. It never hurts to ask for help. All right, lucky last, number 13. Track your cycle, tracking your cycle isn't just for pregnancy planning. A lot of people think that um, tracking your cycle is just because you want to have a baby. No, it's not. Now, if you're already tracking your cycle via an app or journaling, I'm like, hallelujah to your sister. Like, I'm so proud of you for doing that. But I'm going to take it a step further and ask you to as well. If you are tracking your cycle and it is via an app or even journaling and you only know when you menstruate and when you ovulate, I don't call this cycle tracking. Cycle tracking is when you actually look at the different elements of your lifestyle and link them up with your cycle. This is cycle tracking. So that's where you look at your food cravings for the day, what you've eaten, what your poo's been like, your emotions on the day, how you physically moved, what your energy is like. These are all the things that you could be entering with your cycle tracker. Personally, I like to use a written cycle tracker rather than an app for a a few different reasons. The biggest one, though, is that when you're comparing the months, like I said earlier about looking over two to three cycles at a time, it's so much easier to look at it written out than what it is on an app. Plus, we spend so much time on devices like you're listening to this on a device. So tap out of using the device, put pen to paper and actually connect with yourself. It's hard to a, you know, release connection to something like journaling in your phone versus journaling in a diary. So I encourage you, just print the tracker out. Even if you have to print it at work, print it out at work, fill it out. And as long as you've just got descriptive words, maybe two to three words for each day at minimum, each day at minimum in your tracker, that's perfect. That's all you need to do. So if you haven't yet got your cycle tracker, be sure to head to my website, or there's a link in my Instagram at Wellsome underscore Gemma Lee, or you can yet yeah, pop over to my website and get the free Love Your Cycle guide and trackers. Trackers, because there's a few different trackers there for you. And the videos actually show you how to use it. So you're not completely lost in what you're doing. So I encourage you, that's the best place to start. So tell me, what are the standout points for you? Out of the 13 things that I feel that every woman needs to know about their their period, did you know all of these, all 13 of these? Was there one that you didn't know? Let me know what um, stands out for you in the chat box. I'd love to hear from you. Comment um, and share this as much as you possibly can with someone who you think would love it because out of everyone who needs these right now, it's the things I wish I knew when I was a teenager. So share this with the young women in your life and pass on the cycle love. All right, that's it for me today. Have an amazing day for yourself. Remember, connect and breathe. Your house is in your home and that is your body. And all you need to do is listen to her. All right, here's to rock and health guys. Have an amazing day and I'll chat to you soon. 
Thank you so much for tuning in to every episode of the Well Women podcast. I trust you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you got a lot out of it too, please subscribe and leave a five-star review on iTunes or your podcast app. This means together we can inspire, connect and educate even more women. Now, is there a bestie, a sister or a friend who you know may be frustrated and confused with their health? Are they ready to discover new aspects of themselves too? Well, take a screenshot of this podcast episode, share it on your social media, email it, text it or any way you need to get it to their ears. So together we can all live in flow, harmony and balance with our bodies. And be sure to tag me in it too. Hashtag Well Women Podcast. For everything we mentioned in today's episode, you can find this in the show notes over at wellsome.com forward slash podcast. Until next time, beautiful, get connected, listen to your body and remember, body confidence all begins with living in tune with your menstrual cycle. 